What I usually suggest is finding one thing that you want to do really well. Mm -hmm. um, for me, when I first got started, that was social media marketing. Hi, this is Shlomo Salsin, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, specific strategies on how you as a teenage kid can overcome any struggles in your life. I've interviewed almost 70 people from around the world on what their stories are, how they were able to overcome some of the struggles in their life, and how you can too. If you're tuning in for the first time and you don't know already, I am releasing my first book called Never Fight Alone. It's going to be available in hardcover and ebook, and it's a compilation of 51 inspiring interviews to help teens overcome their struggles and improve their mental health. I'm getting a lot of people requesting copies and wanting to read the book because it talks a lot about different topics that other platforms don't talk about. Depression, confidence issues, eating disorders, suicidal thoughts, how to be successful against personal development tips. So this is a book that you must read. And if you wanna learn more about the book and you wanna be notified when the book comes out and how you can purchase it, click on the link in the description. Today's podcast guest is Mehik Vora. Mehik is the founder of On Delta. She dropped out of college at the age of 19 years old to pursue her entrepreneurial dream. She was ranked number four on the Forbes top 10 Gen Z marketer list. She creates opportunities for marketers everywhere, and she's also a speaker. On Delta is an online remote school focused on training the next generation of marketers. The cohorts are free upfront and they are only paid if you get a job. On the side, Mehek is working on a couple of tech projects and creates content for YouTube and LinkedIn around her life. So give it up for Mehek Vora as we talk about how you as a high school student can start your freelancing career. Hey, Mehek, uh, thank you for being on the Teenage Impact Podcast. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Thank you so much for having me on. Not a problem. Before we go on to your journey and how you got started with entrepreneurship, let's talk about what On Delta is. Yeah, for sure. So um, On Delta is a company I started about a year and a half ago. We are a growth marketing bootcamp. So if you're based in the U.S. and you're over the age of 18 years old, you could take advantage of our income share agreement option. And basically what that means is that uh, you only start paying us back tuition after you have graduated and landed a job that's making you over 40K a year. Okay. Uh, so we're working with a lot of really cool people across the country and yeah, helping them land marketing jobs. That's awesome. How did you eventually get started with entrepreneurship and on Delta? I know you dropped out of college, I believe, when you were 19 years old, correct? Yeah. Yep. How did you get started and what motivated you towards that path? Yeah. So I got started with entrepreneurship when I was little. Um, I would just upload YouTube videos. I liked the idea of creating my own job. And by the time I got to college, I was already coding. Yeah, I would just like work on building out websites and having fun with programming and yeah, just like having fun with trying to figure out different ways to learn things. And um, my sophomore year of college, I decided to start a marketing agency and 
for about five years, I worked with a lot of really cool people within um, the tech scene through that. Mm-hmm. What pushed you to drop out of college? What was, I, I know everyone has their gut instinct. I know when I was, when I went full-time with Teenage Impact, people would always talk about, oh, you, you just know, you have that gut instinct. What was that driving force for you to go all in? And how do you, how do you know you, to listen to that voice? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. I think for me, I, I, I kind of knew for a very long time that I didn't want to be in college anymore. It just like, it wasn't the right environment for me. I wasn't learning as much as I was learning on my own, doing projects on the side or talking to people or being a part of the entrepreneurial community at Purdue. So I, it just, it seemed to me, it was just a very logical step for me. And I, I knew at the time as well that college wasn't going anywhere. Like Purdue was going to be there a year from then, two years from then, 10 years from then. So I, um, at that point, it was just like, there's, there's no risk for me to go and try something like this out. And if it didn't work out or if I couldn't figure it out, then I could go and back to college. Mm-hmm. How did your parents react? Because I also come from an Indian background and we all know from a South Asian community, um, they really push you towards going to college, finishing college, getting a high paying job. So how's your parents' reaction? Uh, my parents are actually really supportive. I think the biggest thing is if you're trying to do something that's outside of the norm of what other kids are doing, and this is goes for any parent, not just Indian parents, is it, it comes down to education and really educating them around why you're making the decisions you're making and not just bringing it up on them. Like, it wasn't like I woke up one day and was like, mom and dad, I'm dropping out of college and I'm moving to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, instead, it was like, it was like a summer before that. It was like, hey, mom and dad, I'm thinking about this thing, letting them react to it, get very upset. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bringing it up again a couple of months later. And then bringing it up again. And by the time that a full year had come around, it had been socialized with them. They had an idea about what I was thinking about. Um, it wasn't something that I just sprung on them or, uh, it, it was hard for sure. Like, I think the original reaction from them, uh, wasn't <laughs> definitely of excitement. I think they were very scared, but yeah. <laughs> I think by the time that it came to it, they were, they were prepared for what I was entering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely scary because you don't know what you're getting in, yourself into. It could be something a complete flop, or you can succeed right off the bat. How long did it take you to start succeeding and start building momentum? About two or three years, I think. Like, yeah, the first two years out in SF were quite a struggle, trying to get everything together trying to prove myself and I mean like about a year and a half in was when I started doing a lot of things like um, I think that was when I was able to actually start building something that was more sustainable in terms of what my freelancing career looked like Um, but I don't think I felt like actually comfortable until about two or three years in. Okay what helped with that momentum? What was that switch? I mean honestly it's just like not giving up it was just like consistently working mm-hmm. like and when my friends would like be out or going out and doing things like for me I, I I always decided to stay back and work like that was just something that 
I how I like usually chose to spend my time and how I how I did things. Mm-hmm. I have interviewed several successful teenage entrepreneurs making six figures, some of them traveling around the world, speaking. And it's much easier now to start a business in high school than it was when I was in high school, for sure, 15 years ago. For sure. What are the first steps for any high school student if they want to start their freelance career, freelancing career or ad agency? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's there's no preparation that's involved other than just going out and finding a business that you can start doing freelancing for. So what I usually suggest is finding one thing that you want to do really well. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, when I first got started, that was social media marketing. And I'd hit up local businesses and I'd say, let me run your Twitter um, or let me run your Instagram or let me do something with, in regards to your social media. And in doing that, there's literally no excuse, in my opinion, for not being able to go out there and find one company that wants to work with you because there's so many companies. And it's starting off low. Like, I think a lot of people think that you can work, you should work for free to build up your brand or to get people to uh, take you seriously in the beginning. But actually, I'd completely disagree with that. And I'd say start off really low, like $200 a month. Let me like help you run your social media account. And then after you sign that client, the next client, try to double it and make it 400 and then 600. And one of the things that I also found really helped is standardizing the, the, the contract. So every client is doing the same thing. So like, let's say if you're trying to help local businesses with their Twitter, you're charging them $200 a month and you're posting for them, uh, like 15 times a week or something like that. That way, you know exactly for each client, if you haven't put 15 posts out, you've, you're not doing your job correctly. And it makes it a lot easier to actually scale that. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. And, but what if someone does not know what they want to do? If you don't know what you want to do, a lot of it is just exploring. Like, I don't think in high school, you should know what you want to do. Cause it's just mm-hmm. like, you have the whole world ahead of you and what you're enjoying and what you might enjoy and what you might do. Um, I feel like even for me, like I'm still learning new things or new directions that I want to go or what I want to take. Look at everything as just being a learning experience and you're optimizing for learning. That's the most important thing because more than likely 99%, 99 99.9% of startups fail and they don't end up succeeding and becoming big. If you're just shooting for success, you're setting yourself up to fail. Instead, really what you want to be focusing on is making sure that every single day you're learning something new within the startup or this new company or this new freelancing business that you're trying to start. Mm -hmm. What books, podcasts, or videos would you recommend? Yeah, honestly, I haven't read, um, I didn't read too many books when I first started entrepreneurship. I, I think really what I would actually suggest is finding a space that you want to go into and seeing who are the thought leaders within that space and how are they pushing out content? How are they, um, how are they setting themselves up? And usually you can piece together a playbook of how to get yourself from point A to point B by looking at people who have done it before you. That's a good. Yeah. And for like books that I really enjoy reading, I think like never split the difference is a really good book on negotiation 
the Lean Startup is really good for just kind of shaping the worldview of how do you create a startup that is, uh, isn't spending as much and is mainly just focused on actually producing output. And yeah, and then I think from there, it really just comes down to like, what are you really interested in? What fields and looking at what thought leaders within your space are recommending. Mm-hmm. And I see you're growing a little bit more on social media. I discovered you on TikTok. What are some suggest- suggestions of gr- growing a brand online? I feel like a lot of people will try to sell you snake oil around mm-hmm. like, this is how you blow up or like, this is how you do this. Um, and I think really what building a social media presence comes down to is just creating engaging content and figuring out a way to do that on a cons- in a consistent timeline. For me, I was uploading YouTube videos for a year and I wasn't getting any engagement, but I was doing it consistently. And that didn't really help my brand or really help me in any way. But when you start to optimize for just creating content that people want to watch, then you can start to figure out like, all right, what's a, what's a posting schedule? How, how do I get this out to more people? Um, but if people aren't paying attention or watching it, that's the first thing that you have to figure out is with the very limited audience that you do have, how do you get them to watch something? Mm-hmm. And you bring up a good point because, you know, I've struggled with this as well in the past and people who constantly stay consistent and not giving up, but they're not seeing results versus some people who have been on social media for maybe a few months and are just taking off. And, but what you're saying is produce content that people want to watch. How, yeah, exactly. how, how do you figure that out? I mean, there isn't really an answer here. I think, I think it really just comes down to like, what's your style? What kind of content do you mm-hmm. want to put out? And yeah, and then from there, it's just, it's a lot of iterating. Like you're not going to get it on the first try. You probably won't even get it on the 10th try. Um, But it's something that like you have to keep on working on. Um, Like I personally have been creating content since 2014. Mm -hmm. And actually even before then I was shooting videos with like my dad's camcorder. So like (laughs) it's, it's, um, it's, it's a process and it's not something that's going to happen overnight. Yeah, that's so true. I remember when I first started my YouTube channel, I think it was like three years ago. I started as a public speaking guy, giving public speaking tips and then slowly evolving to uh, different brands and different iterations. That's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely a process. But once you, once you figure it out and what works for you, then you can start to, you can start to build your brand off of that. Mm-hmm. Now let's go into a little bit more personal questions. I know you gave a lot of valuable tips uh, for my audience. Now let's, let's dig deep into truly who you are. What is your why? Uh, um, my why, that's a good question. I just really want to build things. Like I like, I like building things. I like having, I like building something that people can use and they enjoy using and being a part of. Yeah, I mean, really at the end of the day, it's just building something from nothing is the most exciting thing for me Mm -hmm. so any way that I can do that is what I want to do do you have specific people you look up to in your space I currently don't um I mean I think like for me it honestly it changes like when I was first starting off in entrepreneurship I looked up to like a lot of teenage entrepreneurs 
And then it was like, once I got into the space, it was like, I look up to builders and people who have created really big things and a direct impact on people's lives. So it's like, Elon Musk is someone that I, I really look up to. Um, Steve Jobs is someone that I really look up to. And it's, it's interesting to see how they built something from, from nothing. Yeah. And I think on some level or some way, I'd love to at some point build something that's, that's big. Mm-hmm. Very good. And I know you got rejected from Georgia Tech when you were in high school. Yeah. Something, uh, high school, you, um, a college you really wanted to go to. This is a very similar story to me. I got rejected from the University of Florida because my reading SATs were too low. I know it probably affected you, but why, why would you think that getting rejected from a college that you want to go to is actually a good thing? Yeah, for me, um, I wouldn't have found, I don't know if I would have found entrepreneurship in the same way if I went to Georgia Tech. I got lucky because when I went to Purdue, I fell into a friend group of people that were all really interested in starting businesses and being entrepreneurial. And that was something that I really wanted to do. They were that group that just helped guide me into the space that I'm in now. And I'm still friends with them today. Um, I see them every single day. We're all out here in SF together. Yeah, I think like because of that, I got really lucky and I'm really fortunate that I didn't get into Georgia Tech because I I wouldn't have found that group of people. And I don't think I would have taken the path that I've currently taking right now I mean I think I could have I think I totally see myself still going into entrepreneurship because I was building businesses back in high school but I think the path would have been very different Mm -hmm. very true and you also mentioned how you didn't go party for while while your friends were going partying you were working on your business and in the beginning of, of any journey, a lot of times your friends or your loved ones will either make fun of you, maybe not be as supportive for you. How, what's a, a workaround? Well, I mean, I think a really, also a really important um, distinction here for me to make is my freshman year, I, I did, I, I did party, like I experienced the college scene. Um, I'm really happy that I did do that and I got that college experience. Um, but my, my sophomore year, when I first started Jamoka was when I decided to take a step back and actually really just focus on working. And mm-hmm. I partied a lot less that year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important, first and foremost, to live your life in terms of experiences. And um, for me, like, I really wanted to make sure that before I dropped out, I actually got that college experience and what it meant to be a college student. My friends that were really close to me, I think a lot of them in the beginning didn't quite understand why I was doing what I was doing. But I also had friends that just understood and were just like, yo, like, like, you're right. Like, this doesn't make sense that you're here right now. Like, you should you should go do what you want to do. And that seemed to be like the the overall like consensus with my friend group after I I dropped out. Mm -hmm. And Mahek. Do you have any last tips for any high school student right now, especially I know during quarantine, some schools are going to be switched online for the fall and some, some people are going in person half the time. Do you have any yeah. last tips for them wanting to start a business? Yeah, I uh, would say that my biggest piece of advice would be to really just focus on 
learning. Like right now, if you can build your fundamental baseline of like what you really enjoy doing, how you learn things, um, how you pick up new information and really just optimize for learning, a new business will come out of that. And I've found that throughout my career, I've, I've set myself up the most for success when I really just optimized for trying to learn, mm-hmm. not for trying to build a business or make money. That's awesome. I end, I end all my interviews around this one question because out of almost 70 interviews that I have done, they all have a story to say and how they're able to overcome them. A lot has to do with resilience. What does resiliency mean to you? Being resilient means to me that if something comes at you um, or if life just doesn't happen in the way that you expected it to, you don't let that stop your overall vision and how you perceive your, your, your pathway and your life going. I think things can change in terms of when you learn new information or if you uh, learn that you pr- would prefer to do something that's a little bit different, but you shouldn't let something deter you from following your dreams. And I think that's really where resilience comes from. Mm-hmm. That's a good response. And Mehek, where can people find you? Yeah, I'm on all socials at the Mehek Vora. And yeah, that, that's, that's, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, yeah, that's me. That's great. Uh, Mehek, thank you so much for being on Teenage Impact Podcast Show. You know, you've, you've talked about how you started on Delta, how you were able to start your freelancing career to make money and then eventually get to a comfortable spot. So thank you so much for sharing your journey. Thank you so much for having me on. This was great. All right. Uh, take care. Thank you for tuning in to the Teenage Impact podcast episode. Like I said already, the link of my book is in the description. So go ahead and check it out. If you're not following me on Instagram already, I provide short, quick, and valuable video tips, usually under a minute that you can use to transform your life. So follow me at Shlomo Salson. And until next time, peace.